welcome to EC Pulse, the podcast that beats into the heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie. Hello, hi. As always, I'm joined by John. Hello. Hi, hi. And uh, we got a special guest, Kieran. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hello. Oh, lovely to be back with you once again to do the second part of 79. Woo. Yay. Woo. Thanks uh, for Kieran. <laughs> okay, so um, just to give a quick recap of what happened uh, in part one, um, there was a lovely horse at one point, and um, uh, what else is there? Oh, um, uh, can you guys remember? I've my mind's gone completely blank now. I know there was a few things that happened. <laughs> Some stuff out the garden shed. Oh yes. <laughs> Can I just say that I, I really, I really love our 1979 intro music. It's just, it's just so dramatic and sumptuous, isn't it? It's just, yeah. it's just a shame that we don't have any other use for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well. Okay, so let's get cracking on with the second half of this 1979 review, and uh, we're starting off big. Uh, we've got, um, we're starting off with. Uh, not only the host country, but also the eventual winner. Israel. L'Israël. This is Galiatari and Milk and Honey with Hallelujah. Well, you know, as we finished the last episode, we were on Germany on a, a true instant Eurovision classic. Well, this is clearly another classic. This pulls on your heartstrings, and it's, um, which has probably gave Israel the victory, really. I mean, I'm sure, you know, many parts of Europe don't really understand what, um, uh, what they were singing about in Hebrew, certainly back then in 79, but, um, I just, you can't help and feel the sort of like the togetherness and the emotion and the performance. Um, the melody is very special. Um, I think it's so heartwarming. I think that's the biggest thing about it. And I think uh, the biggest plus about it. And I think it really did pull on the heartstrings of across Europe and hence why it did so well in winning. And, um, yeah, you know, if I was going to talk about how how this stands out more than all the other Israeli entries, I think it's more about the heart feelings, the heartstring element of the song, and it's it's just a classic, which I think even casual Eurovision fans, certainly here in the UK, you know, they'll know that as a Eurovision song, um, and actually know it from from back then, so... I love this entry. I think it's a great winner. It might not be my personal favourite, but you know, it's a it's a winner of the Eurovision where I can say proudly, well, yeah, that won, and I'm quite happy with it. Okay, what about you, John? I I can concur with that. My uh, my mum loves this song, 
Um, and and she's no Eurovision fan, let me tell you. But um, yes, uh, in my opinion, one of the probably one of the best winners ever, in my opinion. Um, and you'd be surprised at how big a hit this probably was back then. It was number one or top five all over Europe. In fact, useless chart fact. Um, <laughs> in Sweden. Um, there were no less than three different versions of this song in the charts in one week. Okay. <laughs> the original and two different Swedish versions. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I love this song. I also I love the fact that both the 79 and 99 contest finished with this song. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know, they should they should link it up with uh, 2019 somehow. Yeah, I, I was that. just I was just yeah. gonna say that if Khan are smart they'd integrate the song in the show somehow. Yes, they do. They also need to bring back those two guys carrying the big bunch of grapes. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've got the big bunch of grapes from the, the promised land in both seventy nine and ninety nine. Um the promised land of course also being known as the land of Milk and honey. Mm. And uh, why was buttons. it called? And why was it called the land of milk and honey? Because the land of Isar Cone and Alphabeta sounded stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could concur with that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I mostly agree with you guys. I'm not quite mostly agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm not like. It's not one of my favorites, but I do enjoy this quite a lot. Like it, like whenever it's played at Eurovision parties, is a really good sing along moment, and everyone kind of like, sort of like, has their arms around each other and uh, ever puts their arms on each other's shoulders and sways along, and it's it's all really nice. And uh, I do. Oh, hello. Sorry, my my, my uh, mic Hi. unplugged a second. Okay, so um, oh, okay. um, <laughs> what I was what I was saying, um, uh, and uh, I do agree that um, yeah, it was a very deserved winner. I think um, uh, even though it's not my favorite of this year, and um, yeah, it's it's just a classic. Yeah, it's just um. Yeah, I can't imagine the Eurovision world where this song doesn't exist, pretty much. It's very much a staple, pretty much. Amen. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, God, I see what you God, did there. God <laughs> joke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Um... <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Terrible. Um, this might interest you, actually. Um when um when I counted the votes from our friends at ESCforum.net, I asked them to um make any comments they um have about the songs and I got this one from E S C S F O. I think his name's Sean, but if you if your name isn't Sean, I apologize. He says that there's a cover by Las Vegas Lounge performers, Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet, that is functionally indistinguishable from the original. Now, I would like to hear that. Yeah, I would yeah. like to hear that too. 
Bizarre, but interesting. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, anything else before we give this a score? No, I think it's okay for me. Okay, I'm going to give this a four. What about you, John? Um, it makes me emotional, so it's a five. Yeah, and I'm with John here. It's such a classic, and it's such a a cornerstone of Eurovision and and the group of winners, so it, I can't help but give it a five. Okay, and the public, give it a four out of five. Hmm. Intriguing. Intriguing indeed. Hmm. Okay, so next up. France. La France. This is Anne-Marie David with Je suis l'enfant soleil, which means I am the sun child. Well, for me, Anne-Marie David can do no wrong. I mean, she does have a terrific, stunning voice, which, again, speaking of, um, you know, know, non-Eurovision fans, casual fans, shall I say, like my father, for example, uh, he remembers Anne-Marie David's entry in 1973 really, really well, particularly the English version. Um, I might add, but then you could probably understand that. Um, now, I think this song's really good and really quite emotional, though. I, I, it almost seems to me, certainly in the performance on stage, that Marie David's trying a little bit, bit too much. I think she's, she's probably, well, she came after that amazing Israeli entry, and she probably knows that she's in for a fight to try and become a two-time Eurovision winner. Um, but, so, so for example, because of the fact that I feel like she's trying so hard in her performance, her eyes make her look quite psychotic, I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, it was almost like she was in a trance. Um, and, I mean, we're just one day removed from Halloween on this recording here. So, oh, you God. know, it, it might be just me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Idea but... for Halloween costume, Anne-Marie David. <laughs> yeah, 1979 version. Uh, she looks far too sweet now um, to, you know, to be any type of Halloween costume. Uh, but, but the song for me, I mean, I'm a sucker for French ballads and this sort of blues influence in this song I really love and enjoy quite a respectable third place in my in my view and um, yeah it's not it's a lovely lovely song uh, but yeah it's it just scares me that performance is but it's almost like Anne-Marie David is trying too much yeah, yeah. I was, I was kind of wondering if I was the only one who thought that. Yeah, because I thought that was a little bit too intense of a performance, as uh, wonderful as it sounded. Yeah, it, it was a little bit too intense, I think. <laughs> uh, 
Um, oh, I'm glad I'm not alone thinking that, Kylie, either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, mm. now I, it, I, I'm kind of a boy conundrum with this one because I remember, I, I do recognise this is like a very, like, well composed song and and stuff like that, and it's like. Like, if you go on fan polls, this is, like, frequently up there as one of, like, the favourite French entries with Fran- with fans and stuff like that. Um, and um, I can definitely see why people love this so much. Um, the, the, the main problem with me is that it, it, it doesn't really have a proper chorus. And uh, as much as, like a wannabe music snob that i am i'm i'm a, I'm, I'm a bit more basic than i like to admit and uh, i i'd like my songs to have a bit more of an immediacy and something to latch on to but um um that that's just me um but otherwise yeah i i do like it but i don't love it like a lot of fans do sorry It's hilarious because I actually met Anne Marie David the other day. Oh, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> she came to the um, OJE fan club meeting in Denmark, which I was oh. at. And uh, we got a group selfie with her. Um, she's a lovely lady, um, although I think she thinks she probably should have won in 1979. But anyway. Um, yeah, I I agree with what you are both saying. This is a great song performed brilliantly, um, and I think it probably deserved to finish as high as it did. But the only thing, the only thing, the only problem I have is that this one seems more like a jury choice um, mm. when you think that um, there were more. Um, more modern sounding songs to come and but the jury's completely ignored them and i'll get i'll get onto this later um i'll have a bit of a rant but um yeah um in two in two minds about this but i can appreciate it for what it is which is a very good song okay so um anything else before we give this a score Nah. Okay. Um. Oh, I really don't know what to. Oh, I'm kind of teetering between a three and a four. I don't know. Um. I'll be nice. I'll give it a four. Just. Oh. Uh, uh, three. <laughs> hmm. I'm like you, Kylie. Again, I was thinking the same thing. Um, and I'm teetering onto a low four as well for France. Okay, and the public, give it a perfect five. Wow! Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll take that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> ESC pulse hits it once again. Yeah. <laughs> or or not. <laughs> exactly. Uh, see, what I said, see what I've said about being out of touch with the public. Yeah. <laughs> I think we 
all are here. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, spoiler alert, bleh, sorry, and spoiler alert, that's the only five that the public are going to give for this year. So um, I don't think you have no! to. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, we'll we'll have to make up for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So um, next up, Belgium. La Belgique. This is Misha Mara with Hey Nana. I don't know if I'm remembering this fact wrong, but I remember um, uh, years ago, like they would, uh, I was watching like someone do like these um, found voted like song rankings and stuff like that, and uh, the guy was Belgian, so, and so he obviously had a lot of facts to say about past Belgian entries, and. Uh, um, uh, what he said about uh, this entry, I, again, I don't know if I'm misremembering it. I, I might be talking about a completely different entry uh, altogether. Someone, one of you might confirm this to me. But um, from what I remember, uh, the singer chosen for this was fairly popular in Flanders, at least, or something like that. And she was internally selected for a multi-song national final. And this and a lot like uh, the 70s um, UK national finals uh, where they um, se- selected uh, our famous pop stars um, they yeah. chose the one that the singer hated the most <laughs> and so and you can tell by the performance, like, like, like at the very end, she has that face of like, oh, thank God, I never have to sing this ever again. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't disagree with her a great deal. I mean, like, like the verses are actually kind of, I mean, musically, it's actually kind of okay. But oh my God, that chorus is like, well such a cop out like oh my god like yeah this is not one of um, (laughs) Belgium's most shining moments I think no I don't think it is either I mean going from the previous year where they came second with a a terrific terrific song Mm. um, this is just Parallels in, compla- in, in comparison to that, um, and even in 1980. I mean, goodness me. Yeah, you're quite right, Kylie. I've just had a quick peep on Wikipedia, and she did say, you know, publicly pointed out that the public you know, and clearly consistently indicated their preference for Comment Ça Va, which was the the, the second place song. Um, but they had their choice overturned by the 20 people of the jury. Oh. <laughs> Say no more. Uh, Hello, so... Manel Navarro. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly 
And look what happened as well. Uh, Mishamara went, um, came last. So, and so did Laval. Um, you know, uh, Laval, so, so say no more. I just, I thought if the song is pretty average, it's nothing special, it's really mediocre. I think she looks really quite scary, like that, you know, like your evil headmistress <laughs> as well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just up to the line. <laughs> no, um, just quite scary to me. Um, but I mean, even the backing singers didn't even really give a give a you know give give two hoots about the song. Um, and it just it's just like so half asked from Belgium. It really is, and it's such a shame. So it's really naff. What about you, John? I like this song. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's definitely no secret that she didn't particularly like the song. In fact, she even, she didn't even record the song. Um, but I think I think actually she hid uh, her distaste for the song quite well um, in the performance. She she you know she did what she had to do. And um, to me, this is kind of an earworm. This song, and I don't, I don't think it deserved last place at all. Um, c- considering um, songs like Monaco uh, were far worse, I think Belgium <laughs> should have got a few oh. more points. <laughs> uh, hang on, let me just look at the. Um... Scoreboard, like who on earth voted for Monaco? Like, uh, give me a second, just let me very quickly get this up. Maybe one of you will that will haunt us through the ages. (laughs) Yeah, maybe one of you will get it up quicker than I can. Um, hang on, very quickly. Okay, Uh, I know that Monaco got five points, but um, okay, so Monaco. Oh no, twelve points. No, okay, so they got. One from Portugal, two from Italy, four from Denmark, three from France, and two for Spain. So yeah, to um, blame those countries for Monaco not coming well, last. Well, what were the Danes smoking? <laughs> the Danes have style. <laughs> I love Monaco. Leave them alone. <laughs> mean. <laughs> Okay, so um, anything else before we give this a score? Nah. No, not really. Oh, I do. I do remember um, that Belgian TV spoke to Misha Murray years later, very recently, and they made her sing the song. And it, she said it was the first time she'd sung it since 1979. Oh. <laughs> so you were right. Yes, she never did sing the song again, apart from that one time. Um, a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh and, dear! Um, she she went on um, from coming last at Eurovision. She went on to become Sandra Kim's manager. Ooh, wow. Oh wow! And um, as as you know, it went a lot better for her at Eurovision. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an understatement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, let's get on with the scores. I'm going to give this a two. 
Um, I'm going to give it a three. Okay, I'm going to give it a two. Okay, and the public agree with John. It's a three out of five. Oh, yay! Okay. Okay, so uh, next up... Luxembourg. Le Luxembourg. This is Jean Manson with She's... J'ai déjà vu ça dans... Oh, oh God, I'm not, I'm not good with these long titles. Oh, I can imagine a certain person listening to this and thinking, just oh, shaking their head. Okay, let me try this again. <laughs> don't worry, dear. Okay. Oh, don't déjà... worry. Okay, j'ai mm. déjà vu ça dans tes yeux, which means I've already seen it in your eyes. Thank you. You go, girl. You Yay. go, girl. Okay, here's the song. The ciel d'azur d'orage Nous mettons la main silencieux Tous les deux sur une plage J'ai déjà vu ça dans tes yeux Um... She was actually American. I don't know if you knew this, but oh, um, yeah, okay. she used she used to be um, a Playboy bunny. Um, oh, really? <laughs> so how she ended up um, singing for Luxembourg at Eurovision is um, a, <laughs> a very strange story, and I'd love to hear how it happened. But um, yeah, I I think that this song. Um, Compared with um, the French entry that we've already heard, um, I'm not saying it's better, but I think it sounds more of a modern ballad for its time. Mm, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can kind of see where you're going at. Yeah, and um, it's, it's got a very country sound, very country and western. I'm surprised that this didn't do a lot better. Um, I thought it would have done. I think her French accent, considering that she's an American lady, is pretty good. Um, and the song itself, um, if, you, if you're if you a fan of the song, you can also hear it on a Petula Clark album that she released in the 1960s. Okay. In the 1960s. Oh. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they, the, uh, the 1st of September rule wasn't exactly... Um, Oh. Back then. oh, I didn't know. Oh, thank you, John. That's a fact. Well, well, it's it's a, there's a track on Petula Clark's album, a French album, that's exact, yes. got exactly the same melody but different lyrics. Oh, I really need to listen to some of Petula Clark's French music because I know that she, well, she's been living there for years, hasn't she? We. Oui. Um, <laughs> C'est très bon. And, uh, okay. So I really need to do that myself. Sorry, just to mention. Oh. Sorry, John. Carry on. No, I finished. You finished? <laughs> okay, do you oh, want to go finished. next, Kieran? Yeah, why not? I'm with um, John on this, um, definitely. Um, it's really 
a beautiful song. I adore it. And I was quite lucky enough um, in my Eurovision Showcase show, Cheap Plug, um, Rob picked this as his Rob's random request because I get him to pick a, a random Eurovision song. And Luxembourg 1979 came up one week. And this came up and I was like, it's almost like I'm listening to a Carpenters song. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you know, it's almost a little bit like Karen Carpenter in a way. And then lo and behold, I look in, uh, look up uh, Gene Manson, uh, as, as John has, and uh, realise, oh, my God, she's from the United States. She's from Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> this is bizarre. <laughs> because she sings the French language, like John mentioned, so well. Yeah. And it's a, she really does. I, I, she looks like she's really loving singing that song. It's, it's absolutely stunning on stage. And quite like, quite rightly, like John mentioned as well, the performance, the last result. Is it, well, this came 13th out of, out of the 18, and I, it baffles me how it didn't get to, towards the top five at least. I mean, there were lots of good songs, as we mentioned in the last episode. So, in all in all, I think this is beautiful from Luxembourg, a fantastic entry from them, and, um, yeah, stunning stuff. And now that you mentioned that uh, she's actually from Cleveland, Ohio, it made me, it, this is so random, it made me think of uh, the Cleveland tourism comedy video that they have on the internet. If you haven't watched it, it oh. is so funny. <laughs> check it out. Fun times of Cleveland again, still Cleveland, come on down oh. to Cleveland town, everyone. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I'll have to have a look because I was in Cleveland only a couple of months uh, last month. Oh, well, September. Oh, did you bump into Jean? I wish, but no, I didn't. I should have tried to look hook her up. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Kylie. I'll check that out. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know. No I went there. <laughs> okay, so uh, the the song. Um... I don't mind this song. I think it's quite nice. It's a little bit too much on the slow dance side for me, and I'm not really a fan of those sort of like slow dance party songs. But um, yeah, as, as you say that. Um, uh, oh, but by the way, John, uh, funny you mentioned that it's um, the song had had the same melody as another song, like. When I was re-watching it, I was like, hang on, these kind of like, uh, the piano chords kind of sound very familiar and I couldn't put my finger on it. I I, I don't know the Petula Clark French album that you're talking about. So I was probably thinking like something like, like a massive pop hit or something that yeah. I can put my finger on but um, yeah, it's good that you pointed that out because I was wondering oh this sounds very familiar um, but um, yeah and and you know she she looks really good on the camera so it's yeah yeah, I'm, I, it's quite surprising that it didn't do slightly better I don't really know why really but um but, but oh well i think it's i think it's nice okay so um anything else before we give this a score 
Well, um, our friend uh, Sean on the forum said that the studio version was a four-minute-long track. Um, so I, it, and he says that was a lot better than the three-minute version. So I'm going to have to check that out as well, as well as the um, the Cleveland, Ohio tourist board advert. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be disappointed. I've listened to it. It's great. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Okay, so let's give it a score. I'm going to give this a high three. Um, I'm going to give this song a four. And I'm also going to give Luxembourg a four. Okay, and the public also give it a four. Yay! Yay! Okay. Okay, so next up... The Netherlands. Les Pays-Bas. This is Sandra with Colorado. Now, for the longest time, this entry from the Netherlands was my winner of the year, 1979. I just find this as a fantastic, fun, you know, legendary song by the late Zandra. And, um, you know, she clearly, she's just awesome. I just love her performance. And I love her. And, you know, I still play on a regular basis to this very day. Um... It's just a sad, but what makes me laugh about the song and what makes me love it is just the randomness of the topic singing about Colorado. <laughs> just, just, I've never known any, any type of Eurovision title other than Letters Fet and <laughs> so many more that, you know, that are just so yeah. random. Yeah. <laughs> God, wait till we do 2008. Uh, but, Colorado. Oh, I just, I just love this. I love it, and the performance is so fun. They all look like they're having an amazing time on stage, and Sandra just sells it wonderfully. And I love her dress. I love all those colourful um, triangles she has on her top. It's awesome. So yeah, one of my favourite Dutch entries. Okay, John, do you want to go next? Yeah, well, um, yeah. So we're going from Cleveland, Ohio, to Colorado um, <laughs> <laughs> road trip. Um, how how many how many years have you been doing these retro reviews for now, Kylie? Um, about oh, hang on. Um, so we started for twenty. So nearly five years now. Oh my about, god! Yeah, about five years. And I think this is the first time that we're doing a Sandra Rima song. Oh wow! It took us this and, long. Considering she's done so many, yes. Um, oh my god! Yeah. I just like you, and I absolutely adore this song. Actually, um, this is this is also going to be the start of my little um, rant. Um, oh, because because people talk about Eurovision not being in touch with what's going on in the real music world and I think that if o- if only um, 
the voting juries had paid a bit more attention to some of the more modern sounding entries that countries were sending to the contest, then the contest might have gone in a, in a different direction and, and it you know it seemed to lose a bit of its popularity in the 80s and 79 had some really good solid radio hits just like this one um, yeah but this song only finished 12th and I, I think it should have it should have um, competed for the win I think funnily enough this song was written by um, the Bolland brothers who um, went on to like um, in the army now um, oh. they what else did they do? They worked with. I'm pretty sure they worked with Falco. Am I right? Ooh. I'm just checking this. Um, yep, they produced Rock Me Amadeus. Oh Ooh. my gosh! Wow. Very <laughs> me. And. Um, this is easy, quite sure. Yeah, so they, so um, yeah, some quite big um, names in music um, took part in the '79 Eurovision. Um, there were a few others as well, which we'll get onto uh, later in the show. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, uh, I'm with you guys. Like, I, I enjoy this. Uh, I'm, I'm not like absolutely loving it because I. Um, uh, feel like like towards the end the chorus feels a little bit too repetitive but you know like you know you can't deny like like I'm pretty sure like it's pretty much a classic with Dutch Eurovision fans because I hear it at least once like every time I went to Amsterdam and um, I'm pretty sure yeah. like she performed it at Eurovision in concert one year because she was hosting it Am I remembering this wrong? I think I remember. I don't know because it wasn't there. I think there was a YouTube clip with that. I feel, sure. I feel, I feel very sad to have missed that. Oh, oh! If I'm remembering this wrong, someone tell me on Twitter or something. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, um, yeah, I enjoy this as well. And as you say, it's surprising that it didn't do as well as you think it would do like you would think this was at least top 10 but mm, yeah <laughs> yeah it's a, it a nice yeah. little rant that you did regarding um certain jury biases <laughs> around this yeah. time yeah um more useless information um this was actually a bigger hit in sweden than it was in the netherlands Ooh, yeah it made the top 10 in the swedish charts and it was there was also a Swedish cover by um, Little Babs, oh, <laughs> who, you no. remember, who you might remember from April La April. <laughs> yeah, uh, she, 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 she couldn't whistle, neither can I. So yeah, move on. <laughs> okay, Aww. so so we'll give this a score. Okay, I'm going to give this a four. Well, it's either my first or second place of this year, so it's a five. Ooh. Mm. Just to mention, Kylie, it was Santa Rima sang it at 2014's uh, Eurovision in concert. Hey, I was remembering yeah. it right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I just had a look at a quick pics on YouTube. Um, Sandra, it's got to be a five from me. Okay. And the public... I'm actually really shocked about this. It's only a three out of five from them. Dear, dear. I was expecting at least a point higher. Well, that's surprising. Uh Uh oh. Okay. John's got sharp teeth. (laughs) I'm okay. I just need a chocolate biscuit and then I'll be fine. (laughs) Nice idea. I'm supposed to be on a diet, but I guess I can um, cheat and uh, go have a chocolate biscuit <laughs> when this is over. <laughs> yeah. It's retro review night, Kylie. Let it all hang out. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, next up... Sweden. La Suède. Um, John, please tell me I'm pronouncing this guy's name right. This is... Okay. Te- this is Ted Year to Start. Is that right? Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Uh, Yay! With satellite, which means satellite. start i don't know if um that that'll be if that's a good idea because i don't know like considering <laughs> recent events if you're still a sweden fanboy or not um uh, what's this well what's... we're we're, in, we're only talking about the last three years of sweden i i, I can still be, i can still be a retro swede sweden fan <laughs> okay no, okay no problem so um uh, you can start <laughs> so yeah. So, what did I say just a few minutes earlier about um, Eurovision being completely out of touch with modern music? Um, yeah. Again. Um, this this song is actually um, somewhat of a classic in Sweden, and so is the singer uh, Ted. And um, it only got eight points from the juries. Oh. And yeah. I I don't get it. I mean. It took until about 2010, I'd say, for um, a contemporary song to win to win Eurovision. And funnily enough, that was also called Satellite. <laughs> so, you know, how different things could have been. I, re- I didn't used to be a fan of this song, but I've grown to really like it. It's incredibly catchy. It's, uh, as I say, in, um, back home, it's a solid gold hit. Um, Ted's got a very... Um, uh, unique voice and uh, personality, and I think that's what um, endeared him to a lot of people in Sweden. Sadly, not to the juries, but hey ho, hey ho. Uh, and just looking at the scoreboard, and uh, Sweden didn't get any point from points from its neighbours, which uh, some people might find it hard to believe. Uh, it got one from Greece, one from Israel, and six from Ireland. <laughs> Well, the the Irish know which side their bread's buttered. <laughs> <laughs> they also gave ten to the Netherlands. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's the Irish. 
Hopefully hey, Irish. Up the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, okay, so um, yeah, I, I can see the 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 appeal. Like it, it's kind of got got this kind of like um weird sort of like I don't know what instrument it is. I don't know if it's a guitar or a keyboard, but there's this kind of oh. riff going on, which I kind of find a little bit fascinating. Uh, the problem is his voice. I just um, find it a little off-putting and also his Swedish accent is incredibly the kind of like the comical side. I mean, some sweet. Don't get me wrong, John. Don't get offended. I mean, some sweet. Some Swedish accents sound really lovely, but this is like a which I, I just kind of find really bizarre. Um, but people, uh, people like you are the reason why Sweden don't get points from their neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's those Norwegians again. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, but um. <sighs> Yeah, it's mainly his voice that puts me off. Otherwise, the song is fine. <laughs> it's, about... it's, it, I, I can see it's an acquired taste. As I said, it was unique. Yeah. <laughs> and unique doesn't always um, endear yourself to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kieran? Um, I feel myself quite torn about this. And... Mm. <sighs> I don't know what to think. There's parts of me, and quite a large part of me, who thinks that this is quite amateurish and quite basic. <laughs> and, and I don't feel like, you know, they're not putting any effort into this. Me and yeah, I, 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 I honestly don't. Um, and I find it bizarre. But then again, it doesn't surprise me that this is Sweden's sort of like second placing really ever at the contest you know at least at the grand final um and it just yeah i just find it i don't know i think belgium's better than this oh, <gasps> yeah, <say that>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so i'm really sorry but i'm not a fan of Tessie. and i like swedish entries but in the de- in the late 70s they really took a cliff mm. off you know, certainly after Judy, Judy, because Beatles and Bjorn in '78 and this are just. Oh, I didn't mind Bjorn in '78. That was a decent song. But those trousers, Kylie. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, those trousers. You could see what he had for lunch. <laughs> Uh, this is a family podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Careful now. It certainly was of its time. <laughs> anyway, no, I quite like um, no seventy eight too, really. Uh, but in a, in a weird type of way. But yeah, this. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan, guys. I'm really sorry. I'm going to run and hide. <laughs> oh well. Okay, so um, shall we go on the scores? Why not? Okay. Uh, sorry, John. It's only a two from me. Ah, the bleeding Fira. Fira, that's four <laughs> points. <laughs> uh, Kieran, what are you giving it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, four points. Sorry, I didn't understand. <laughs> um, 
I, you know, I, I, I don't hate it, so I'm giving going to give it a one. Okay. Okay. And the public, <laughs> give it a three out of five. Oh. Yeah, okay. So, somewhat straddling down the middle. Uh, um, of our schools. Okay, so next up. Norway. La Norvège. This is Anita Skorgan with Oliver. Okay, of course I'm starting with this because I'm the resident Norwegian fangirl, just like uh, John is the resident well, retro Sweden fanboy. <laughs> um, um, of course, I I like this. I think this is a really cute song. I think um, it's got a d- decent mid-tempo disco beat to it, and um, you know the. Uh, I mean, the lyrics are pretty basic, but I think it's pretty sweet. And um, of course, uh, Anita has a really sweet voice as usual. So um, I don't really have much else to say it. But um, yeah, call me biased. I don't care. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really lovely song, Kylie. Um, I think Anita just look just is awesome anyway. I think anything that she does, she can do no wrong. Yeah. Every time that she's been around, I mean, I love Casanova in '77. I thought that was awesome and deserves so much more. Um, and we could go on through the '80s, of course, but this this is is really sweet, and it's just as you say, a quite simple, basic disco type of song and I think it works I think it really does work and I think she's really sweet and um, yeah again there's not much else I can add either Um, yeah I don't hate it I don't I don't you know dislike it at all but you know I think it's quite sweet and pretty average but yeah it's okay Yeah, Love, lovely Anita scored, and this this was the middle of her reign over Norway at Eurovision. Um, did you know she went to Eurovision six times? Oh, I know that she's written a couple in the eighties, but uh, uh, yeah. and I think she was a backing singer for one at least one. I can't remember from the top of my head. Definitely, I've got well, I've got a list here. Um, she well, she did. 77 and 79, obviously. Uh, she sang with uh, Jan Teigen in 82 and 83. Yay! <laughs> Love those two entries so much. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. She was backing, backing singer in 81 and uh, co-writer and backing singer in 1988. Yeah, I was right. Effort, by the way. For your... Oh such a classic oh yeah yeah this song is nice a little bit dull maybe but very nice okay let's give this a score i'm gonna give this a four for me it's a three 
Um, for me, I'm going to give it a two. Oh, and the public, give it a three out of five. Okay, so it's just me being overly nice. Okay, okay, so um, we've got three songs left to go, so not long now. And next up... United Kingdom. Les Royaumes-Unis. This is Black Lace with Marianne. Marianne, I'm going to do what I can, but I can't do it all the time. Tear my heart out, trying to make it up to you. Marianne, I'm going to do what I can, and that's true, and that's a lie. Play my eyes out, gotta get back with you. I, I just want to... Um start this off by saying that I just find this the existence of this so bizarre purely because you know that these guys a few years later would go on to have a, <laughs> a mega hit with the 80s cheese classic Agadoo and it's just <laughs> I just find that I just find that fact so surreal <laughs> Yeah, um, some yeah. One of you guys go on. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, just didn't stop. Yeah, who would who would have thought, um, looking at back at 1979, that they that this group would go on to become those two wet gits with the girly curly hair. <laughs> uh, now. When I was collecting the points um, from our uh, forum friends, um, I noticed that this song seems to be universally hated. <laughs> and to be controversial, I don't really understand why, because I kind of like this in an odd way. I think it's really quite cute, really. Um, maybe they don't like uh, the singer's voice because it's you know it's very very um street graining grating on you like fingers down a blackboard but um <laughs> I like it what can, what can I say um, except um you know hey this this song happened <laughs> funnily, funnily enough they beat the Nolan sisters in the national final oh really. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. And um, the, the funny thing is that um, that year the BBC went on strike, so they had to scrap the national final. Oh god. The same, okay. the same thing happened in France. I mean, Anne-Marie David in Denmark was telling us all about the story of how she won uh, the national final because... Um, Everyone went on strike, and she said, "I love it when everyone goes on strike." <laughs> oh, the, oh, the seventies! Like every other day, someone was going on strike. <laughs> Power cuts. Oh. Yeah. When will it be like the seventies again? Well, we'll find out in a few months, won't we? Oh. oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, I cry all the time. Anyway, oh, I, I, I... I feel so bad for you guys. 
Why couldn't you take us with you, Kylie, for heaven's sake? <laughs> um, you're more than happy to come down if you want to. I mean, I don't have much room in my house, but we can figure out something. <laughs> we'll sleep on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got a few... Tent. Yeah, we've got a few beaches around Auckland, so we can arrange something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Well, gosh, the UK, what can I say? Um, well, first of all, uh, okay, it's not the worst song of the year. It's not the best song of the year. Um, but this is, I think it's probably the most, the least heard entry from the UK, I think, for, from. Not only with Euro fans, but also with like casual fans. I don't think anybody really remembers. Certainly, that black lace represented us at the Eurovision. Mm. Let, let alone coming seventh. Because um, I, I, I do struggle how this came seventh. You know, knowing of all of the classics that we've heard already, um, and it's just I, I find that quite bizarre. I mean, maybe, you know, you could make an argument that, you know, 1957 or maybe 1957's, uh, 1987's, you know, UK entries probably are one of the least heard, maybe, you know, on a, on a you know, in, consistently, shall I say. Um, but I just find it so, I don't know, bland, really bland. Um, yeah, and if I could, you know, change a UK entry and put the bloody Nolan sisters in there, I'd bloody do, do it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Even though they're Irish, it doesn't matter. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Um, so yeah, Black Lace, a load of meh for me, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm not so hot on this either. I mean, it, right, behind it, there's not a bad song i mean it's not great but you know it's kind of that 70s twee that is kind of passable like if this was performed by like like the brotherhood of man or some other pop act from the time it it would have been passable but yeah it's as john said it's mainly his voice it's just it's just yeah (laughs) no Okay, anything else before we give this a score? Don't think so. Okay, I'm going to give this a two. (laughs) Four. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give it a two. And the public also give it a two. That's higher than I thought. Okay, so two songs left. So next up, Austria, Lutrich. This is Christina Simon with Heute in Jerusalem, which means today in Jerusalem. Oh, 
Um, Austria. Now, I love the sax in this. I think the saxophone is awesome. But the, the rest of the song is just so boring and awfully repetitive. And it's clearly sucking up to the Israelis. Like, <laughs> not even in a fun way, you know, like we got with Germany in 1999. You know, I mean, that was cheesy with the, with, but with fun. And you could understand how that came third. But with this, oh, I just instantly, instantly skip over. Um, yeah, and my last place of the year. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, I'll get it. I think we'll save John for last. Um. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Points for doing something a bit different, at least. You know. Um. Doing some kind of like meandering artsy jazz number instead of like yet another disco song or like a twee guitar song uh, but uh, this is just not for me I'm sorry again this is just down to like my primary music taste being really basic and that <laughs> you know I need something to latch on to and this I just tune out and um yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sure, like, sure with jazz enthusiasts, like, this is really amazing. But for basic wannabe indie pop snob like me, no, sorry. Right, let's sort this out. <laughs> oh, um, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, number one, what is that on her head? <laughs> Oh, talk know. about talk about the big um seventies birds nest <laughs> <laughs> oh you do you know you know when you look back on a certain period of time um you think, oh, wouldn't it have been great to live back then and then you look at the hairstyles and you think actually no <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah um, secondly. Best outro ever. Um, the, actually, the live, the sorry, the studio version is actually a little bit boring. But the live version, the bass guitar is sublime, and at, at the end when it goes, <laughs> has to be the one of the best outros in in music, not just at Eurovision. <laughs> I just, I just love it. Can, can I, can I make a request? Can we edit that onto the end of the podcast? Oh yeah, sure. I'll sort that out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I've, I've lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, every so often, Austria goes all kind of avant-garde and jazzy, and it ends up with them finishing right at the bottom of the scoreboard, but. You have to admire their balls, really, to do that. Um, and what, one last thing I'll say about this song is um, I'm kind of sad, in a way, 
that we're going to Tel Aviv and not Jerusalem. Just for one reason, because we're not going to ha- probably not going to have song with the word Jerusalem in the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a change. When yeah, we go for... to Israel for a Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good thing that um, that guy in the French national final this year put out his entered his song this year rather than next year because that would have been bad time. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 what was it called? Uh, I forgot what. Oh, Lisboa Jerusalem. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah, he, he really got it right. If he'd called it Lisboa Tel Aviv, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Egypt clearly had some type of, um, you know, some type of insider info going on, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great song, though. I mean, the French national final. Yeah. I love this year. Amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait by... for uh, this coming year. Oh. By the way, um, this gentleman, this lady's husband uh, who wrote the song, um, he went on to write a fair few big hits, um, notably songs with Starship, like We Built This City. Um, <gasps> what? Um, a couple of hits for Go West. Um, <gasps> oh, wow. Oh, my I love God. Go West. Um, pro- also produced um, On My Own by Patti LaBelle. Um, oh. And in fact, um, Christina herself um, wrote another song for Starship called Sarah. I don't know that song, but. Oh, I know that song. I know that song. It's it is a pretty nice song, but oh my god, that's that's quite a de- departure from some like avant garde jazz to um eighties yeah. pop. <laughs> when you when you next hear that song, remember that it was written by the lady with the bird's nest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that blew my mind right there. Okay, so um, anything else before we give this a score? Nine. Nah. Nine. Nine. Okay, I give it two. One of my controversial fives. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John. Um, uh, only for the sax, because I love that sax. It's going to be a one for me. Okay. Oh. And we, the... we have to lose that sax solo. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> this is the only saving grace. <laughs> uh, and, and the public, give it a three out of five. <laughs> oh, that's fair. In the middle. Yeah, again, stri- striding right down the middle of our scores. Uh, but, by the way, I'm just thinking John's controversial five. Like, do I have, like, a controversial, like, score that I usually give once every review? I don't think I have. I don't know. Um, very rarely, I think, Kylie. Very rarely. Okay. Then again... You know, who could blame you? Everybody's tastes are different. Yeah. Okay, so um, last but by no means least. Spain. L'Espagne. This is Betty Messiego with Su Cancion, which means your song. Quiero que sepa conmigo esta canción. 
deje atrás su mal humor para que salga en la vida sonreír y a disfrutar su I'm glad it wasn't just me who got, gets the titles of those two songs confused. <laughs> Actually, I better not sing any more of that one because otherwise we'll get deleted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I know I keep going on about this, but when you look back at... Um, 79 um, in the music world. One of the big hits in the UK was um, Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall. Yeah. And it had and it had that children's choir singing We don't need no education. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Spain, that song, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. In Spain, they've got the children going la, 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 la. No, no comparison. No. 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 They're just trying to replicate what Massiel did in '68. <laughs> yeah, I think they snatched the record for most Lars off of her, didn't they? I think they did, you know. Especially if you take into account each child doing Lars. You multiply it by four. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and double it. <laughs> um, Kieran, do you want to go next? Um, yeah, okay. Why not, Kylie? Um, so I, what I've um made, I made some notes while watching the nineteen seventy nine contest, and um, and then listening to the studio and versions too. And I said the following: I find this song hard to see in second place I find her song irritating boring and that dress makes Betty look like she's become Mary in some type of Christmas nativity show (laughs) (laughs) especially with the kids surrounding her I find this song pretty boring Germany, Denmark and the Netherlands should have at least come second over this (laughs) I I don't get so basically I don't get the appeal of this song, um, and how the juries loved it. Now I guess it's because of the kids, I guess. Um, and I know you know I don't want us to come you know a kid hating place because I love the Junior Eurovision Song Contest. I really do, um, and I love Isabel um, Maria Isabella, of course. Um, but this is just I just find it so naff. And I don't enjoy it at all. And I don't like Betty's voice at all. Really, not my type of thing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, before you two spoke, I was worried if my um, dislike of this song was going to be an unpopular opinion. <laughs> uh, now, don't get me wrong. I don't hate it, but I just don't like it. And I do not understand how this came second. I mean, like you said, Kieran, it must be because of the kids. And, you know, I don't hate kids' songs uh, uh, for the most... I don't hate kids' songs. I mean, you know, I've 
follow Junior Eurovision as well. I like a lot of Junior Eurovision songs, but I don't know. It's something about adults singing with kids that kind of creeps me out. A bit like Israel 10 years later. Yes. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I just... It's almost as if, like, like a song that was meant for, like, the Spanish version of Sesame Street ended up in Eurovision by accident. <laughs> that is such a good point, Kylie. <laughs> and that's, that's not a diss to Sesame Street. I mean, obviously... No, I, no, no, of course. <laughs> obviously, I, I used to watch a bit of Sesame Street when I was very little. But, um, yeah, I just... Uh, I just, I just do not get the appeal of this. <laughs> basically, Betty is a blue version of Big Bird. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> she's quite Big tall, Bird. and she's a bird. So there you go. <laughs> I will not hear a word against Big Bird. Yeah, oh, um, this, this this is probably one of those um, occasions where Spanish fans, even today, will say we was robbed. Um, yeah, and the voting was really interesting. I mean, you know how um, on YouTube people upload the voting in like three or four different parts. Yeah, yeah. And um, if you watch the first part, um, Spain are like not even in, in the top ten at that stage. By the end of like six or seven countries, and then they suddenly, out of nowhere, they just rocket up to the top of the scoreboard. I don't know how, quite how they did that, and then they end up one point in the lead, with only their own country to vote. Well, you can see you can see that mm. a mile off, can't you? What's going to happen next? Yeah, <laughs> and it, must, it must have been very painful sitting in that green room. <laughs> Whoops! Almost, almost knowing what's going to come next. Um, <laughs> it's, it's sad that that's kind of the closest um, that Spain has ever got to winning Eurovision ever since. Um, but um, weird hot take for you. I think Spain's going to win in twenty nineteen. Oh, that's a one hot take. Oh, let's write that down. Get that down, down, John. We'll hold you to that. I hope that would be so cool. And I'd love that. I hope that. As as long as uh, 2020 is not in Valencia, I'll be down. (laughs) Oh, I don't think it will be. It'll be hopefully Madrid. Yeah, Madrid would be awesome. Mm. Or Bilbao, maybe. Okay, so anything else before we give the final scores? Nah. Okay, so I'm going to give this a two. A three for me. Oh, usually it's Viva España for me, but I'm afraid not this week or this year, shall I say. It is a one, I'm afraid. Okay. And the hate mail. (laughs) Yeah. Send it to me, don't worry. Okay. I'll, just, I'll just send Contigo to you until you submit. <laughs> oh, they'll love you for that. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> true, true. Might change some hearts then. Oh, God. Oh, 
Okay, so, uh, and the public, give it a two out of five. Oh, see, see, I don't get that. Where are all the Spanish people that used to hack our boat? <laughs> Where did they go? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they're sleeping because it's off-season. Yeah. They're, they're probably too busy watching Operación Triunfo. And, um, you know, when we, when we get to Eurovision, that's when they'll um, come out of hibernation. Yeah. Yeah. We've been bombarded on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so that's it for our 1979 review. So all I've got to do is just uh, press the magic button on my Ooh, spreadsheet yay. to work out my um, work out the scores. Okay, so hang on. Let me just uh, quickly. Okay. Such an awesome bong there, Kylie. <laughs> Thanks. You perf- you perfect it so well. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> we'll do. Okay, so we'll do a top eight because there's a few ties there. Sorry, and um, and we'll do the bottom three. Okay, so let's do the bottom three first. Okay, so in joint second last place are two countries with eight points. <laughs> Okay, the first one is Ireland. Yay. <laughs> not, not such a happy man anymore. No. <laughs> and, the, and the second one in joint second last is Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what, what, yeah. We... we... <laughs> not not going to be able to show our faces anymore. What? <laughs> okay. oh, I'd have to go around Madrid next year in a bag, you know, <laughs> over my head. <laughs> okay. Please, people, don't do that. But just to say, <laughs> okay. Um, and in last place, no surprises. With six points, it's Monaco. Oh, cruel people. <laughs> well, I well, said you... what I said. <laughs> it's all your fault, John. It's my fault that I do apologize. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. Okay, so um, let's go on to the upper half of this scoreboard. Okay, so in joint fourth place are four countries with 16 points. Whoa. Oh. Okay, so the first one is Finland. Why? Justice okay. for Finland. Yay! And the second one in joint fourth is Greece. Yeah, we'll have that. Good choice. Good choice. Hey. Yes. And then the third one in joint fourth is Switzerland. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love oh. that. This, this chart is amazing already. Yeah. This is going so well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such an ESC pulse way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then the fourth one in joint fourth is France. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in joint third place, we 
Oh, hang on. Uh, oh no, joint fifth. That that the those four. Sorry, I'm I'm okay. bad with numbers. Okay, so um, in joint third place are two countries with seventeen points. Uh, the first one is Germany. Oh, ha! Hey. Okay, and mm. and the second one in joint third is the Netherlands. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. I want to go to Colorado now. <laughs> I've just got an, I've just got an urge to see it. Isn't that where the Rocky Mountains are? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. One of the you see. Yeah, Denver's supposed to be quite nice actually too. Ah, cool. <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, I hate to say it, but we've got a tie for first. Oh, uh, oh. Okay, so um, both countries have got eighteen points. So the first one in joint first and going into our tiebreaker is Denmark. Yeah. Oh wow! Cool. And the second one going into our tiebreaker is Israel. Oh. Okay, so um, how this tiebreaker works is that um, all three of us, like, pick one that we prefer over the other. And and, uh, the one with the... You need at least two out of three to um, be officially declared the winner of the ESC Pulse um, 1979 review. Okay, so... um, No taking it to deadlock here. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... um, So, um, I'm going with Denmark with this one. And I'm going to go with Israel... Oh, what's Kira gonna go for? Oh, it's all down to me. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, I'm going to go for Denmark. Love you, Tommy. Yeah. So, um, how many times has a Danish song won our retro reviews now? I think this might be the second. That's three in a row. I think. What's happening to us? Yeah. <laughs> We're turning into Dana files, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And we'll, be, and we'll be listening to this going, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hello, Anne. Hi, Anne. <laughs> I think Denmark's her, fa- uh, her favourite country, really. <laughs> no. She just doesn't want no. to admit it. <laughs> exactly. She's obsessed with from Ulster skiing, isn't she? For example, <laughs> yeah, just so, yeah. Well, yeah. What one good song does not a favorite country make? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I think she probably likes more than that, maybe like Marlene, for example. I'm, just, I'm joking, sorry, oh, Kelly. <laughs> that's okay. Okay, so that's it for our 1979 review. So uh, just to give a big thank you once again to Kieran for coming in once again. I'm sure we'll have you back uh, again some point. I would love to come back. And thank you so much to you both, Kylie and John. It's been wonderful to be with you once again. 
and to celebrate the 1979 concert with you both. So thank you. Yay, thank, thank you, you very much. Here. Thank you for having me. Hey. Okay, so um, what's next in our schedule is that uh, we're going to do our two-part Junior Eurovision 2018 review. Um, we'll put the voting up uh, for part one shortly. We're still waiting on two songs as we are speaking speaking um so the two ones that haven't been released yet we're going to shut on to part two but um yep keep an eye on uh, ecpulse.com for the voting form for that and it's going to be quite exciting don't you think john yes certainly <laughs> yay I'm really looking for you because because you've got a you've got a country to cheer for yay yay <laughs> Oh god, this is uh, th- this is going to be so surreal. Um, okay, so... <laughs> oh, but okay. so exciting though. Yeah, very exciting. <laughs> Definitely, and the con- and I just wanted to point out. I think the songs so far selected are awesome. There's a lot of good stuff this year. I'm looking forward to it. Hey. Okay, so um, uh, that. Uh, so part one will probably be round about next week so uh, until then goodbye bye 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 bye